Welcome to Van Gogh Notes for Art History, 3rd Edition, by Marilyn Stockstad. Chapter 1, Prehistoric Art in Europe. Section 1, Big Ideas. Chapter 1 examines the works left behind by humans who lived in Europe in prehistoric times, that is, in the times before the invention of writing. In the 1800s, archaeologists called the entire period of early human development the Stone Age, but modern scientists divide this time span into two main periods, the Paleolithic and the Neolithic. This chapter focuses on the art and architecture of these two periods, as well as the European Bronze and Iron Ages that follow them. First, let's look at the earliest of these time spans, the Paleolithic period. The Paleolithic period has three phases, lower, middle, and upper, with the Upper Paleolithic being the most recent. As early as the Upper Paleolithic period, which began about 42,000 years ago, our human ancestors created what we would today call works of art and architecture. Some experts believe that the term architecture should not be used to describe prehistoric structures. That's because the term implies that the builders had at least some aesthetic intent. But to construct even a simple shelter takes some imagination and planning. Among the first examples of Paleolithic art are small figures, or figurines, that depict people and animals. Among these small sculptures, women are more frequently depicted than men. Such small three-dimensional sculptures, made of bone, ivory, stone, or clay, are examples of sculpture in the round. A few such pieces are shown in your text. Prehistoric carvers also created relief sculptures, in a relief sculpture, the surrounding material is carved away, forming a background that sets off the subject. In addition to sculptures, our early ancestors also created paintings. About 32,000 years ago, people began to paint images on the walls of caves in northern Spain and in the central and southern parts of France. Artists produced images of many different animals, including wild horses, bison, mammoths, owls, deer, and panthers. Early painters worked in both large caverns and in small remote spaces, and people went back to these caves time after time over many generations. Among the best-known cave paintings are those discovered at Lascaux in France, some of which are shown in your book. These remarkable paintings were first seen by modern humans in 1940, but they are dated to about 15,000 BCE. The letters BCE stand for Before the Common Era. Art historians use this designation and the designation CE, which stands for the Common Era, to mark time. Okay, that's it for the Paleolithic period. Now let's move on to the next time span of prehistory. It's called the Neolithic period. The advances that mark the beginning of the Neolithic period occurred as the Ice Age ended in Europe, exposing large temperate regions and leading to a new, more sedentary way of life. Because the glaciers retreated gradually, in some places the Neolithic period arrived later than in others. At this time, people developed an organized system of agriculture. They also began to maintain herds of domesticated animals and to form permanent year-round settlements. During the transition from the Paleolithic to the Neolithic, Artists painted and engraved the walls on shallow rock shelters, which were easily accessible. Beginning about 6000 BCE, artists created rock shelter art in many places near the Mediterranean coast. 
Rock shelter paintings of this time are different from earlier cave art. They are abstract in style and are often made using simple line drawing without additional colors. As people took on a settled agricultural way of living, they started to make large structures to serve as dwellings, shelters for animals, and storage spaces. They grouped their dwellings in villages and built large tombs and ritual centers outside the places where they lived. A typical northern European settlement of this period included three or four long timber buildings. The walls were probably made of branches covered with mud or clay, which is called wattle and daub, and the buildings were roofed over with thatch. In northern and western parts of Europe, people used enormous stones to build tombs and ceremonial structures. These structures are examples of megalithic architecture. The simplest megalithic tomb is called a dolmen.